you need to make sure that you're doing it for you. Like, you can't be doing it to prove anyone else wrong or to, like, spite people or to make people, like, look at you and be like, wow, like, I wish I was friends with them. Like, no, you gotta do it just because it's what you want to do. Like, you can't have ill intentions behind it. You just have to live as if you already have whatever desire that it is you want. Hi and hello everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of One for the Road. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, hello. My name is Rachel. I am the host of the podcast and I am so excited to have you here. Happy New Year. I cannot believe that 2020 has already come to a close. It feels like just yesterday that it was March and all of my friends were coming home from college due to their university shutting down. Yet, here we are. We are done. It is the 1st of January 2021 when this is being posted and I feel like this year is going to be abundant in opportunities for professional and personal growth that it's just going to open so many doors for everyone and I can't wait to see how it unfolds. I recently returned home for winter break and this is actually going to be my last time here in Maine in my home because my family is moving. So I've been spending the time that I've been here reflecting quite a bit and I'm just extremely grateful for everything this past year has provided me and I've also been looking a lot back at my goals that I set at the beginning of this year and let me tell you, it is kind of crazy. It truly just goes to show that you can accomplish anything. A year is a very long time and I am very excited to see how 2021 unfolds for everyone. In theme of the new year, today's episode features my wonderful and incredible friend, Madden, who is a marketing extraordinaire. She is such an empowering woman who is so supportive and determined and is genuinely such an inspiration to me. She is absolutely perfect for today's topic, which is on goal setting, one of my absolutely favorite topics to talk about, especially in the early months of the year because this is such a prime opportunity to set goals, anything, any kind of goal, whatever your heart desires, to write them down and to bring them to life. Because Madden and I are also very into spirituality, we talk a bit later on in the podcast about manifestation. It's all such an exciting episode full of inspirational words by Madden. Again, she is absolutely incredible and I am so excited to have her on the podcast. I highly recommend while you're listening to grab a piece of paper or a notebook along with a pen and jot down some notes from this podcast because Madden shares such inspirational information in terms of goal setting and she's just absolutely incredible and such a great expert on this topic. So without further ado, here is Madden. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Of course. I am honestly so honored to have you on the podcast for this episode because you are such an inspiration when it comes to setting goals and achieving them. If there is anyone who embodies the ideology of a go-getter, it's Madden. She truly amazes me and how passionate and determined she is and how everything that she does is led by intention. She knows how to network. She knows how to set up a successful plan to achieve goals. She knows she can achieve anything she wishes to achieve. And all of this makes her perfect for today's episode. It's the 1st of January. Everyone is writing down their goals for the year, manifesting. And I just wanted to sit down and chat with you because you have had some pretty big successes under your belt, especially within this past year. And there's no one else I could think of that would be better to talk about goal setting. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here on my favorite podcast. I love this and I'm just like, (laughs) you're amazing and like I'm so happy we met and connected and yeah, very happy to be here. So excited to record this. I've been like looking forward to this all throughout this past week, which was like the longest week of my life. (laughs) So Madden and I both finished our finals this past week and we are both exhausted, but we survived. Yeah, here we are. (laughs) And I don't know about you you, but I am definitely grateful to have a break, Mm -hmm. but I'm also excited and looking forward to 2021. Yeah. For the past few months, I've been thinking about it and it feels like it's going to be a year of abundance and of achievements and life-changing opportunities. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And, like, tomorrow all the planets are going to be aligned for the first time in, like, what, 800 years or something? I think it's something crazy like that. So, that's exciting. Take advantage of that energy. Go into 2021 with, like, all the manifestations and everything done, ready to go. I know you probably already have a list of goals and manifestations written down for the new year, and I want to hear about them a little bit later on. But to start off, as you know, because Madden is such an incredible friend and is an avid listener of the One for the Road podcast... I like to start each episode off with one thing that you want to pack up and one thing that you want to settle into. It can be a habit, a thought pattern, a belief, anything. And it can be long-term or for this year specifically, since this is the first episode of 2021. Would you like to go first? Sure. I guess, like, something that I'm, like, wanting to pack up for the year is just, like, I've said this before, but, like, just living for like other people's dreams and expectations like I used to let that get to me so much before and like my parents like when I was deciding on what college to go to I was listening to like so many people telling me different things and like all types of different opinions and angles and I was like I don't know what to do and then I realized like I can't be living my life worrying about whether people are going to approve of like the decisions that I make, the things that I do, anything like that. So just kind of leaving behind like living up to other people's expectations and like living up to like making other people proud, just like leaving all that behind and like making myself proud. Like that's what I need to do because it's my life. It's not anyone else's. So that's like a big lesson that I learned. I will 100% be jumping on that train with you. Something I want to settle into, like, kind of on that note, is just, like, claiming who I am and, like, stepping into my power fully and, like, not holding back, especially, like, because I always, like, get scared that other people are going to think of me as, like, full of myself or that people are going to be, like, oh, like, she's not good enough, like, she's a fraud, like, kind of imposter syndrome, but, like, also from outside people, just, like, how they think of me. So something that I want to, like settle into is just like realizing that I know what I'm doing I am like good at what I do and I just need to own that fully and like know my worth and add tax that's like my new thing I love that know your worth add those tax dollars both like literally and figuratively because like owning I I have a marketing company marketing by Madden and like everyone needs to go check it out it's such a helpful platform especially if you're trying to market yourself on social media so go check out marketing by Madden (laughs) thank you Yeah, and, like, but at first, like, when I first started, I just, like, didn't really know how to price things at all, so, like, knowing my worth in that sense is something that I'm still, like, really struggling with and trying to learn, but then also just, like, in personal relationships and, like, not putting up with people's crap, like, things like that, just, like, knowing your worth and adding tax, because it is a privilege for other people to, like, have you in their lives, so, like, just remember that. That's, like, a big thing that I've been trying to, like, teach myself. (laughs) I agree 100%. We definitely give so much of ourselves to others, and when we don't recognize our value that we can provide for ourselves and for others, of course, like, we're just gonna, we're gonna run out, and you have to know your worth. You have to know your value and own that and claim that because there's so much potential within that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love everything you said. Thank you. You're, like, Madden is just such an amazing and incredible human being. Oh my gosh, so are you. Thank you so much. I'm like gonna start crying. (laughs) Everybody listening to this is like, wow, this is really just a compliment podcast, (laughs) which Madden and I both met through the We Build program of WISE, which is an organization on Northeastern University's campus that stands for the Women's Interdisciplinary Society of Entrepreneurship. And it's absolutely amazing. But one of their sayings is empowered women empower women. And If there's anybody that, again, embodies that, it's Madden. Like, Madden will just hype people up. If you need somebody to hype you up, somebody to lift you up out of the pits of despair and self-doubt, Madden will put you in your place without a doubt. She'll make you recognize your worth in a millisecond. Oh my gosh, that means so much to me. That's like... That's so great because, like, that's really just what I try to do because so many people, like, doubt themselves or they aren't confident. And I'm like, why? Like, you have everything you need to succeed. Like, the universe puts you at a place where you are for a reason. And, like, when people get rejected from things, this is a big thing. Like, when all my friends were getting rejected from colleges and, like, I was too, like, last year. It doesn't say anything about who you are or your worth. It's literally only because, like, that wasn't in your path and something better is in store for you. Like, rejection is never a reflection of, like, the person. That's why I always, like, try to hype people up and, like, you did your best. Like, things just sometimes aren't in, like, everyone's path and, like, you can't doubt yourself or, like, let it get to you. Because, like, 
where you are isn't who you are. And like, even if you're not at the point that you want to be at right now, like you can always improve. It's never too late. Like if someone else has done it, you can do it too. And if not, then be the first. That's just how I live my life. And I think that's how everyone should like think about opportunities and mindset and like everything like that. Again, Madden just, she's literally a walking inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know how she does it, but she does it nonetheless. And oh my gosh. you know, that is something I've been thinking a lot about is how at the end of the day, we will end up where we're supposed to end up and the universe will guide us where we're supposed to be. What is meant for you is meant for you and it'll come at the time that it's supposed to come at. Mm-hmm. You just have to trust that process. Yeah. And play to your strengths. Like not everyone is going to be amazing at everything. Like you just have to find what works for you, find something that you love to do and just do it like what's holding you back what's stopping you like what do you lose going after your dreams literally nothing you have nothing to lose everything to gain that's also like another one of the things that I live by so absolutely that kind of goes into what I've been wanting to leave behind in 2020 is self-doubt I have been dealing with self-doubt I mean I know I'm not the only one obviously Mm -hmm. everybody deals with self-doubt to different extents and for different things. I, though, have dealt with self-doubt for such a long time, and I'm so tired of it, and meeting so many incredible people that I have this past six months has truly helped me recognize that you really are the only one stopping you from achieving what you want to achieve, and more often than not, it's your self-doubt. Your self-doubt can be so limiting and so restrictive, and that's something I want to leave behind because I am so tired doubting myself I texted Madden the other day about how lately I've been feeling kind of intimidated of my own potential when I think about it when I think a little bit too much about it I get I get really intimidated by myself which I feel like is such a weird thing to say but it's true for some reason I just get kind of scared Mm -hmm. of everything that I can do and that I have the potential to do because at the end of the day you can achieve anything that you want to yeah it might take longer than others depending on where you are in life but at the end of the day You really can achieve anything that you want. It's just about putting in the hard work and putting in the effort to get there. But I get so intimidated by myself and I allow self-doubt to creep in and to start hindering me from achieving things. And that's something I really want to leave behind in 2020. And I also invite like anybody else who's dealing with self-doubt to also leave that behind because it's about time we just get rid of that. It needs to go. It needs to be packed up and shipped away, never to be seen again, lost in the Bermuda Triangle. I agree. Like, self-doubt is just, like, it's so toxic to get in that mindset of, like, oh, what if I can't do this? And, like, just having those thoughts, you have to think about, like, what if I accomplish this? Like, how am I going to feel when that happens? Like, you can't think of it the other way because something, like, so many people hold themselves back because they're like, there's no way that I can do that. But, like, just instead of thinking there's no way, think about, like, there's no way for me to not do that. Like, what's going to happen when I am there? And just, like, shifting your perspective. And obviously, like, it takes a lot of practice. And, like, even I doubt myself still. And, like, I feel like everyone does. It's just kind of a thing that, like, we deal with as, like, high-achieving people. And, like, really anyone. Like, you're going to have moments that you're not feeling your best and that you're going to doubt yourself. But it's about just, like, not letting those moments take over your life and reframing your perspective every time that happens to like what if I actually do achieve it and like how is that gonna feel when I get there rather than like the opposite I agree wholeheartedly in terms of like honestly something that I want to settle into also is setting more goals and being more ambitious and not letting the idea of being ambitious or setting high achieving goals really big goals intimidate me because a year is a long time you can do a lot in a year in the span of a year And every year that I do write goals, because as much as I hate playing Mm -hmm. into the cheesy idea of New Year's resolutions, I do think it's a really great time to set yourself goals and to kind of bring into perspective what you can achieve within that span of time, because a lot of us underestimate that or we often go after the same goals because they're safe goals. So my thing that I really want to settle into is to write down the goals that I've always wanted to achieve but I've never spoken about, have never written about because I've been intimidated because of how big they are. Mm -hmm. And to finally realize and settle into the fact that you can achieve anything that you want to achieve as long as you put your mind to it. 
you just got to put in the work. You just got to show up. And sure, it might take a little bit longer than a year for some of these things, but they're possible nonetheless. Yeah. And you can make baby steps towards it. Exactly. That's another thing. Like, a small step in the right direction is better than no step. And, like, if you are feeling pressured to start or, like, you're starting too late or something, that is a signal that it's the right time for you to start right now. Because, like, that's not going to go away if you wait even longer. Like, it doesn't matter if you have the things or you feel ready if you feel ready it's like you're too late like you have to start before you're ready because everyone is learning as they go and like setting big goals honestly I'm just gonna put this out there like one of my goals for the next year is to have my business featured in Forbes is it gonna happen I don't know but I think I can get there (laughs) like why not like other people have done it in like less than a year so it's all about just like putting yourself out there, putting in the work. You can't just expect it to come to you. You have to go out there and give everything you have in order to get to that place. And if you're willing to do that, there's no reason why you won't get there. I love that you mentioned why not, because I think that's a huge thing. That's such a huge factor in this process is when you are intimidated to put a goal and you feel like you wouldn't achieve it, why not? Why wouldn't you achieve Mm -hmm. it? Why can't you? What are the factors that are limiting you or that you perceive are limiting to you when in reality really aren't and are actually in your control to change if you wanted to. But more often than not, because we're so caught up in our own self-doubt and limitations and limiting beliefs, once you move past those things, you realize just how much is in your control. Mm -hmm. Sure, there are a lot of factors that are outside of our control, like money, for example. I feel like money comes up quite a bit as a limiting factor and reasonably so. Money does play into a lot of things, but there are ways to push past that kind of limiting factor. And, like, there's so many things you can do. Even if you don't have, like, everything you need, even if you don't have the funds you need to start something, you can put yourself out there and reach out to some people and, like, see if you can maybe just take a step closer to getting there. Like, before I started my own company, I literally stacked boxes at Amazon as, like, my job, and, like, that was my source of income, and then I put all of that towards, like, getting, like, Canva Premium, making those, like, initial investments, like, buying my website domain and things like that, just because, like, I wanted to prove to myself that, like, I could do it myself with, like, no help. So, like, with my LLC and everything, like, all of that was, I saved up from, like, literally stacking boxes, which is, like, so different than what I do now, but it was, like, a big step in, like, getting to where I needed to be and proving to myself that, like, I could still do it. And, like, granted, a marketing company is, like, very few startup costs as of now, but, like, with anything, you can at least, like, take a step, try, like, just go for it and see what happens because it's like better to do that than to like just limit yourself and be like oh I don't have enough I can't do it ever um maybe not right now but like if you take the steps in the right direction like you can eventually so we kind of touched upon this a little bit in the early segment but I wanted to ask you why do you believe it's important to set goals That's a loaded question. There's so many reasons. I think, like, the first thing for me, I would say, is it holds you accountable, and it reminds you that, like, you're going in the right direction. You have something to, like, live towards almost. Like, obviously, live in the present moment, but, like, it makes life so much more exciting to me when I have, like, things to live up to and, like, expectations I set for myself and, like, goals to just hold me accountable, and also, like, looking back on them, like, you feel so good about everything that you accomplish, and that's, like, internal validation from yourself. Like, I did that. Like, no one else did that. Like, that was me. So, I think that's a big reason why I like setting goals, and then also just to, like, this is a basic one, but, like, for scheduling and, like, taking time out of each day to work on them just, like, has really helped me mainly in the past few months of, like, being in quarantine and, like, having so much time and not knowing how to structure it. So, like, setting weekly goals, monthly goals. Even, like, during the day, I sometimes for, like, each school day will have, like, two sticky notes on my laptop of just, like, a to-do list and then, like, a things that I accomplished list. So, that's a big thing. Just, like, helping to structure your day. Goals just keep you on track. They hold you accountable. So, all good things. But there's also, like, a lot of other reasons why they're important. But those are, like, the main ones for me, I guess. Because goal achievement often requires a lot of consistency, do you have any routines that you stick with to help you achieve your goals? Yeah, so like I said, the sticky note thing on my laptop, I love to do that for like small goals and like just weekly lists of like things that I accomplished. 
Um, I also have a big notion of like goals and manifestations that I check off as I accomplish them. And then something that I like to do like for the beginning of the year is I write myself a letter and I'll like seal it, put it away, and then I like open it at the end of the year of just like goals and things that I want to accomplish. And those are always like so much fun to read. Like if you don't do this, I recommend. It like changes my life (laughs) every single year. I am definitely going to be doing that starting this year. It sounds like such a great opportunity to reflect and realize just how much you can achieve in a year. And a trend that I've noticed is like I always end up accomplishing more than I like put in that letter. So I really think I need to set like bigger goals for myself because you kind of you're like, oh, like what's realistic? But you got to think about like a year is a long time. Like so much more than you think could happen is probably going to happen. Like what I wanted by the end of the year, I think I said like a business idea and maybe like some like form of starting like a logo or something. I don't know. Like I manifested at the beginning of the year, like I was drawing out my initial logos and stuff. I kept going with that over the summer and like I wasn't really accomplishing much until like August was kind of when everything kind of took off. Yeah, but I feel like now looking back on that, it's just going to be so crazy. So those are like my main goal setting routines. I love looking back on the goals that I set at the beginning of the year when the winter months start to approach because you can see just how much growth you've made personally and professionally within the past year Mm -hmm. and realize just how much can happen in a year. I was going through my notes app a few weeks ago because that's where I had typed out my goals for 2020 and I achieved everything on my list except for one thing, which was to summit Mount Katahdin. That's a goal I'll be moving to this year, and I think that's a really great example that shows that just because you don't achieve something in one year doesn't mean you can't move it to the next. Sometimes things don't work out. You have to be flexible. You don't need Mm -hmm. to achieve everything that you write down, but at the same time, don't limit yourself because some of the goals that you may want to write down but are too timid to because of how big or unrealistic they may seem are actually quite feasible when you break them down into steps. Yeah. That's how I achieved everything that I did. A year is a long time, as you said, and there's plenty of time for you to grow and work on things that you want to achieve. You just have to break them down into manageable steps, Mm -hmm. and that to me is the key to achieving your goals. I don't know if you have any advice on goal achievement at all. I would say break them down to like yearly and then monthly and then weekly and give yourself actual manageable tasks. Like for me, I need like hard tasks of like things that I have to accomplish each month and each week just to keep me on track and to keep me going and like to remind myself that I'm working towards this still and it's not just something that's going to like get put on the back burner And I also think, like, not being too strict with goals, like, that has helped me a lot to, like, set bigger goals for myself because I'm, like, what's the worst? Like, if I don't achieve this, like, oh, well, like, it was just something that I set for myself. Like, there's always more time. Like, I don't have to get to it in a certain amount of time. Like, I'm not letting anyone down by not getting to that exact point. So I think just, like, not being too strict about it, but also, like, holding yourself accountable with, like, manageable things that you know that you can accomplish, even if it's challenging. Just, like, write it down and be like, okay, I need to do this. And I think self-discipline is, like, a big thing that goes into that. Like, you really have to, even if it's especially when it's, like, a personal thing and not something that, like, someone else is holding you accountable for, so, like, not a school project or something, like, you really have to set those deadlines for yourself and stick to them. But also, like, allow yourself to be okay with like maybe not achieving everything if you just like didn't get the chance or like COVID was a big thing that like stopped so many people from maybe like living out their dream years you know but there's still like you got to adjust as you go too and I feel like setting those goals but then also like keeping them pretty flexible just based on like obviously don't be like you could be too lenient, which I don't think is good, Yeah. but be flexible and, like, allow yourself to adjust and, like, mess up and take time for yourself. Like, that's good as long as you don't get to the point of, like, you're not working towards it anymore because I feel like there is a fine line. I agree. I thought that prior to this year that I had really great self-discipline only to realize that once everything shut down and once I was inside and I had absolutely no motivation – and no interest to do anything really, that I lacked a lot in having self-discipline and having routines also, which play a huge role in goal achievement. When you have set routines and you have self-discipline especially, 
what even when you're not motivated to go and try and work towards your goals, you will because it's a part of your day, it's a part of your routine, it's an expectation, it's a goal and something that you it's an expectation in yourself to go after that and to make those steps even during the times when you don't want to. And that plays a huge part in actually making your goals become a reality. I feel like so many people are always like, how do we stay motivated? Like motivation, I need more motivation. No, you don't. Like nobody stays motivated all the time. You have to be disciplined. There's such a big difference between self-discipline and motivation. And nobody is just like forever motivated. Like sometimes you just want to have those days where you like sit and watch Netflix. But if you set certain times for yourself to work, then you can like give yourself time to do that and like relax afterwards. But you need to like be really disciplined and like time block or like blocking your weeks or like whatever method works for you for you to get things done and you have to just accept the fact that motivation isn't always going to be there and like you can do things to make yourself feel more motivated like vision boarding is a big thing for me but even then like it's not you're not always going to be motivated that's just like how it is like you just have to be disciplined with yourself and then as you start to like achieve more I've noticed like the motivation comes back and you feel more inclined to like do work if you're making more progress So it like goes hand in hand. I agree wholeheartedly because motivation is not a constant. And that's a perception that I believe a lot of us get wrong, especially with social media nowadays. We see the highlight reels of people's lives and we see their achievements just about every single day because that's what they want to show. And it might seem like they're constantly motivated, but the reality is, is that we are all human And there are times when we won't feel motivated, when we won't have an interest in doing something, when we won't have the energy to work towards ourselves. And that's when self-discipline and routines come in. I'm a huge routine person. I swear by my routines. If I don't do my morning routine, I usually feel like there's something off and my entire day can sometimes, unfortunately, not go very well because I rely so heavily on those routines to support my well-being, both mentally and physically, to support the structure of my day, to prevent burnout, and to get me started in my day. Even in the mornings that I don't have motivation, I still make myself do my routines because I know that afterwards I'm going to feel so much better and I'm going to be so much more willing and so much more interested in working towards my goals. Same thing goes with the routines that I have for my goals. I definitely want to work a little bit more on having a stricter routine with goals and achieving my goals because I have been quite loose in how I go about that for the past few years. Self-doubt has played a huge role in that. But having a routine of some sort, whether that be journaling, whether that be time blocking, whether that be breaking it down and making a step-by-step plan so that you can achieve what you want to achieve, so you're one step closer to that big goal, do it. You need to put in the effort, and sometimes it is a daily process, sometimes it's a weekly process, but the more effort and the more time that you put into something, the more likely you're going to achieve it, especially when it comes to routines. You just have to keep repeating that. And there's something too that says like, you have to do something for, is it a month or three months before it becomes a permanent routine? I think it might actually be 60 days. I remember this from psychology. I think it might be 60 days. But I know that there's like a lot of things that say 21 days to form a habit, like 60 days to form a lifestyle. Not really sure if those are the exact numbers. I really think I might be off. But either way, like it's the thought that counts. (laughs) Either way, you have to do it again and again, just about every day before it becomes a habit. And Sometimes it might take longer. Sometimes it might take less time. It's so tricky because everything is so subjective for every single person. What works for one person might not work for you. And so I highly recommend just playing around, trying different things. Like Madam was saying earlier, try time blocking. I love time blocking. It helps me a lot with making my work manageable, especially with balancing everything that I do from school to my personal work to my organizations that I'm invested in blocking out those times so that I can achieve goals in all aspects of my life is so helpful for me. But I also know people where time blocking is too stressful of a process and it's too strict and they need more of a flexible schedule that allows them to kind of go with the flow of their day, which 
I definitely am quite intuitive each day with what I do. There are definitely days where I'm more motivated and I'm more willing to follow the schedule that I've set out. Whereas there are other days where all I want to do is just watch YouTube or Netflix, listen to podcasts or read a book and just lay there. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit there and do nothing. And that comes from trial and error. You just have to figure out what works best for you. And each of us have such different routines within our goals, but there is a lot that you can learn from other people too in terms of goal achievement. I also think if it's a goal that you enjoy and if you like doing it, then you're going to be a lot more motivated and it's going to be easier for you to get started on that. So what I like to do is I do the hardest thing first, whether that's like with school, with like my company, any task that I have, I always do like the hardest thing first to get it out of the way. So then it's like more fun and easier to like work towards the goals that I'm more passionate about or like the things that interest me. So like my favorite thing to do for marketing is like content creation. So I'll get out of the way, like doing all the like influencer lists and like ad reports and all of that. And then I'll save the content creation for last and I'll like put my music on because that's what I enjoy doing the most. And I feel like that also helps a lot with like avoiding burnout is just like making sure that you're leaving the things that you enjoy to be in like a space in your day that like it either breaks up like the hard tasks or you're like doing the hard tasks first and then it's like fun for the rest of the day. So you're not like just burnt out working on things you don't want to do. Something that I did during finals was start my day off with the hardest thing or the biggest thing, like the most intimidating thing that there was. I started my day off with that because by the end of the day, once that was over and done with, everything else seemed so easy. And more often than not, I got it done really quick too because I spent so much time and so much effort on that one big thing in the morning. By the time that the afternoon came around, everything else seemed so minuscule, just knock them down. I recommend that. It's such a great way to just start your day and to just get the big project out of your out of the way. But also, like when it comes to managing school, also if you're pursuing a goal that's more of a personal brand, personal company kind of goal and you're balancing schoolwork or a job on the side of that, it can be really difficult to do that. I know that for me it is so hard, but what I've done for me that helps a lot is setting Mondays through Thursdays dedicated to schoolwork and then Fridays through Sundays dedicated to all personal work. And that's just what works best for me. There are some afternoons on the school dates when I finish what I have set out for the day early. And then I'll go ahead and start some of the work that I want to do for my personal work because more often than not, that's something that I really enjoy. So it is a nice way to like finish my day. But again, it does come down to finding out what works best for you because for some people that just might not work out. I know that you, Madden, do something a little bit different where you kind of separate your day and dedicate parts of your day to each of the things that you do. Do you want to explain that a little bit? I usually do like schoolwork as much as I can like earlier in the day, but sometimes I'll have like calls and like company things that I need to do like within that time. So I'll usually just set aside like a few hours, like maybe four hours to do school and like two or three hours to do personal stuff. And like obviously with breaks in between and like time to eat and like get up and stretch. I also really like to go for walks during the day. That's just like a thing. Like maybe even if it's just like 30 minutes around my neighborhood because it's like freezing now. I love taking walks. Yeah, like getting outside is so important and like also wearing blue light glasses and like looking away from the screen every so often definitely helps. But I think like the main thing that helped me get through this semester at least is just dedicating like I took four classes. So I do like one hour per class per day. Obviously, like that's flexible if I had a quiz or something or something I need to to do like I had to get that done and like that didn't always take me just like that one hour but on the days that I like had stuff due I would also like do that first like get the hard deadlines just out of the way and then like I kind of just based my schedule around that and like every time that I would have calls I would set aside like client calls then like do a little bit of work on my company after because I'm already thinking about it and then I would like go back to school and I also think like interleaving and spacing out like different tasks like throughout your day helps with like keeping your mind like awake almost and like alert so you're not just like going through the motions like you got to switch it up at least for me I've noticed like it helps so much to just like switch it up throughout the day because otherwise if I'm just doing one thing for like the longest time I'll get so bored of it and I'll just be like I'm like what am I even doing like I kind of lose track of like what I'm paying attention to if it's more than like an hour on one thing 
something that I feel like is a huge part of goal setting and figuring out what to set goals for and how to achieve them also is knowing your priorities. Priorities play a huge role in achieving your goals regardless of what they are because once you know what your priorities are, you can figure out what you need to dedicate your time to. A lot of the people who are listening to this probably are students, so hi, hello. I hope you are all doing well and recovering from finals because that's a super draining time and super draining process. (laughs) Knowing your priorities really helps you know where to assess your time and what to put first. Kind of, it goes down to also just putting the hardest thing first because more often than not that's a test or it's a quiz or it's a huge project and those take a lot of time but they are a huge priority because more often than not they do tend to make up a good portion of your grade so doing that and then also knowing your priorities within your business too if you're if your goal is a business or if your goal is a health achievement of some sort whether that be exercising more or eating better what is your priorities within those goals What can you do to achieve those and how can you prioritize those habits so that you do get to achieve that goal that you want to achieve? Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll just be like soft skills and you'll feel like you're not doing a lot, but it's like things you need to get done. So like a big thing for me when I was first starting and even still is like constantly networking and reaching out to people and that takes time, even though sometimes like it really doesn't feel like work because I love like making connections and making new friends. Madden is literally the networking queen. Like if there's anybody that I know who networks like no other, it's Madden. Yeah, but like I set that aside as like time to work on my company because I know like networking, making those connections, having calls with people, like that's all gonna in the long run like benefit me and also just like making new connections is like so important to me in my life and like I love meeting people and I really think like there's something you can learn from every single person you meet so like that's definitely something that I try to do and I count that as like time working towards my company just because like in the marketing world it's so important even though it doesn't feel like work at all and I'm always like am I actually getting things done but I'm like yes like it's part of it and it's all gonna like add up and like help in like the long run. I kind of want to move a little bit into manifestation. For those who don't know or understand what manifestation is, how would you explain it? I would say it's more about like, because a lot of people associate manifestation with like something super spiritual, which it can be that if you want, but it's more, and like when I first started it, this is how I thought of it. It's more just like getting yourself in a mindset that you can achieve anything that you want to achieve and that those achievements are coming towards you if you're working towards them. It's kind of like a two-way, like they're getting closer to you as you're like getting closer to them. That's kind of what it it means to me. (laughs) I love that. I think that's such a great way of explaining it because it really is putting yourself in the mindset that is going to help you best achieve your goal. When you're in a space that you believe you can truly achieve anything, you can. Everything is limitless. You can achieve whatever you want, whatever you put your mind to. But once you start letting self-doubt creep in, You're going to block off your mind. You're not going to be able to achieve what you want to. You're going to start criticizing everything that you do. You're going to believe that you're not doing enough. You're going to believe that you aren't worth achieving what you want to achieve. And that's extremely detrimental to your progress. You have to put yourself in the mindset where you perceive anything as achievable. Regardless of who you are, regardless of where you are, regardless of what you have, you have to put yourself in the space where you believe that you can truly achieve anything. What you're going through, what your life looks like on the outside, like that all isn't you. Like the only thing that defines yeah. you and your accomplishments is like what you do for yourself and like how you work towards achieving them. Like it doesn't matter. Everyone has like a sob story or like something that happens in their life, but you can either use that to hold you back or you can say like, I'm going to achieve whatever I want to achieve despite this. And I feel like that's another thing with limiting beliefs. People so often like blame their circumstances or whatever, which like to a point it's valid, but also like you're not unique in that. Other people who have had the same struggles have still achieved like whatever life that you want to live. Like if someone else has done it, you can do it too. And like, if not, then like be the first. That's literally what I always tell myself. I'm like, it doesn't matter what, like cancel out the noise and just like dedicate yourself and see what happens and like 
you can't be too strict with yourself because like even if you don't get to like what you initially wanted to happen even if you don't get that outcome you're still going to get an outcome that was meant for you and you're going to be happy with it when it comes it's just like rejection is redirection i love that saying i 100 percent believe that rejection is redirection because you will end up where you're supposed to end up regardless of what is currently going on it might seem that everything is not going your way that you aren't headed where you think that you're supposed to be going, but you just have to trust that process. I used to definitely be very controlling of everything and want to have a plan for everything, want to know what was going to happen next, what I was going to do, what I was going to achieve, to set all these goals and expectations for myself. And more often than not, those would not come true. (laughs) They would go completely off the path that I thought I would be going down. And after years and years of continually feeding into that process, I realized that you just have to go with the flow. (laughs) You can't try and force things. It just will not work. Yeah, like you can try to get to a certain point, but like if something goes wrong or like goes in another direction on that path, like just adjust and adapt. And you have to be like very self-aware to realize that like one impediment in your path towards your goal isn't going to like ruin the whole thing. And it's kind of the same as like one bad grade isn't going to ruin your entire GPA. And like just so many things that you think are like detrimental and that are such big setbacks, like they're actually not as bad as they seem. And even if it is like a huge setback, instead of thinking of it as like a giant setback, you have to think of it as like something that you're going to learn from and nothing happens to you everything happens for you and like as you're manifesting you just have to think about that like instead of the why me like why is the universe giving me all this like instead of that kind of mindset you have to say like thank you for the lessons that I learned from this challenge and then keep going you truly decide how you perceive things and whether or not something that is blocking you is either a pebble in the road or it's a boulder in the road. And you also choose how you want to go about things, whether you want to try and forcefully move that boulder or if you want to just go around it. Because there's always a way past the hardships that you face. And sometimes those hardships that you face, if you're constantly running into them, they can be a sign. They can definitely be a sign that what you're trying to go after is not meant for you. But There's also so much value in every hardship that you face that truly does come down to how you perceive things because you can either see it as something that's holding you back or something that's trying to teach you a lesson that will be very valuable in the future. With manifesting, I wanted to ask you if you have any... I want to ask you if you have any personal experiences with manifestation. Oh my gosh. So when I like first started like religiously manifesting every single night, like every morning, when I got into that, I started seeing angel numbers everywhere. I have a album in my phone with like over a thousand pictures that are just like screenshots of angel numbers, license plates with angel numbers. Like I would see, I literally saw like classroom windows and like houses that were just angel numbers like everywhere. And like even just like- For the people who don't know what angel numbers are, can you explain? They're just like repeating numbers like 111, 222, 333. And like also they could be numbers that are significant to you. So also like 629, my birthday is like a big one that I see a lot. Like I was literally paying for like a coffee this morning and I had like $6 in my like Dunkin' app, 629. And like (laughs) why? I don't know, but I noticed it and like that's just, it's just kind of a sign that like your spirit guides, if you're into that, your spirit guides are like looking out for you. yeah a sign that your manifestations are coming so that's like kind of the first thing that happened when I started manifesting a lot and then I also manifested like free Starbucks like multiple times like even the other day um I literally was like with my friend and we went to Starbucks and they accidentally made like two sandwiches (laughs) so we got like more like it always just it keeps coming even though that was like one of the first things I ever successfully manifested and it was like free cake pops at night (laughs) Um, it's like the little things like you have to start. I love that it's Starbucks of all the things you manifest Starbucks. Like you have to start with small goals because I was like, I don't care if I get this or not. Like I just kind of want to see if it works. So that was the first thing. And then it worked like multiple times and I still sometimes like end up getting free Starbucks, which is like 
crazy also my company i remember like over the summer when i was about to quit my like stacking boxes job at amazon i was just like drawing like logos and i was like okay i need to do this i need to make this like a stable income like fast if i want to be able to like quit right so i kind of just like was drawing logos i kept like thinking about oh what i wanted it to look like like what i wanted my instagram to look like i manifested like a viral video on tiktok because that's like a big way that a lot of small businesses i was seeing like how they've taken off so like i wanted that too so i manifested that and i literally have a screenshot of like something i wrote in my journal and i was like i'm going viral like i'm getting millions of views by the second <laughs> and then like two months later i had that video blow up <laughs> Um, so that's another, like, crazy manifesting story. And then also I've manifested a lot of clients, like, for my marketing company. Um, and I feel like a lot of my manifestations have been, like, based on that and just, like, business success and prosperity, um, for now. But those are a few stories. I also, like, another thing, I started seeing, like, animals everywhere. Like, deer and, like, foxes and, like, animals I wouldn't normally see. <laughs> So that's kind of what happens when you start, at least in my experience. There are definitely several things that I truly do account to coming from my manifestation practices, which isn't anything complex. It's literally just writing down a list of manifestation goals in the present tense, because when you write down manifestations that you want to bring into fruition, you want to write them in the present moment as though you already have them. Because again, it does come down to mindset. It's a huge mindset factor. And you mentioned that a little bit when you said, I am going viral. It's in the present tense because you want to put out the energy that you want to receive. And when you bring it out into present tense, it's going to be returned and be brought to life in reality as your life. Yeah, in addition to writing in the present tense, you have to act like you're already, like, you have that thing. So a big thing that holds people back from manifesting is that they're constantly, like, oh my gosh, I want this. Like, this is my desire. And if you're putting that into the universe that, like, it's your desire, it's going to stay a desire. If you want it to actually come to you and if you want to achieve that goal or you want to get that free Starbucks, you got to act like you already have it. You so, already own it. You yeah, got it. Just it go with it. it. Like, literally own it there's no reason for you to not have it so act like you already do and sometimes like i write letters to like hypothetical friends <laughs> i'm just like oh my gosh i did this like i was featured on forbes the other day like all of these different goals that i want to achieve i'll like write it to a friend as if i've already achieved it and then i stop thinking about it like you just do it and then you let go and you kind of always have that like light and that excitement that it's coming towards you but it's not like obsessive like i need this in my life it's more just like this is something i already have because like time is a social construct Claim everything it. is energy like at a certain vibration you already have every single one of those desires that you want which like that's getting so spiritual and i don't know if like everyone <laughs> listening to this is gonna be like on that level yet but <laughs> i recommend <laughs> getting that level it's like changed my i lives. enjoy it myself it's definitely in terms of spirituality it's definitely something i've explored through various years and have gone up and down with, but am getting back into as of right now. And it truly makes a difference. It doesn't even need to be tied with any kind of, you know, I don't know. Like what <laughs> what do people think when they think about spirituality? Like it's people something that's- People just think like it's like weird. I get like a lot of, from yeah. my perspective, people are just like, oh, there's no way that's real. It's kind of like, do you believe in ghosts? Like that kind of thing. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, it's definitely- a weird concept to a lot of people but I've noticed that when I do maintain a, a spiritual practice of some sort that best fits my life I reap so many benefits and I notice not only is my mood like great and not only am I achieving things but I feel more comfortable with how life is going even if it's not in the way that I necessarily even if it's not going in the direction that I necessarily want it to go I'm still content with it and I've definitely been more go with the flow since picking back up on my spiritual routines, I guess you could say. Because when you invest that energy and the time into those kind of practices, they pay back tenfold. That's At least that's from my experience. I have been able to achieve so many things by claiming what I want in my life and bringing that into reality by putting out the energy that I want to receive. When you put that out there, when you believe that you already have it, 
Like it's yours. There's nothing that's going to stop you from that. It's yours. The universe will be like, yep, okay, gotcha. We're good. Well, time to send it in. Time to bring it in. Mm -hmm. And you like, you need to make sure that you're doing it for you. Like you can't be doing it to prove anyone else wrong or to like spite people or to make people like look at you and be like, wow, like I wish I was friends with them. Like, no, you got to do it just because it's what you want to do. Like you can't have ill intentions behind it. You just have to live as if you already have whatever desire that it is you want because like for you and then also like to lead you to your greater purpose and I feel like you have to be very self-aware before you figure out like what that purpose is but if you realize like your manifestations are not just for you to like be wealthy or like whatever you want to manifest they're like to lead you towards your greater purpose in life and like all those things that you're manifesting are meant to help you to like to give back and to like give back into the universe and to achieve that purpose that you were put on this earth to achieve so it's kind of like you're doing it for yourself but then it's also like for the greater good and you just have to like keep that in mind when you're thinking about your intention yes and to have gratitude also for everything that you have presently Mm -hmm. because you can't achieve more if you're not already grateful for what you have and also when it comes down to manifesting material things because I feel like that's the first thing that a lot of people go to is that they're going to try and manifest a car or manifest money or manifest a house, etc. whatever it is, which all those are completely valid, but know why you're wanting that. Are you wanting that to feed into your ego or are you wanting that because it's genuinely going to benefit you? Also, are you wanting that under the belief that it's going to make you happy, that it's going to be the thing to make you happy? Because material items are not the source of happiness. They might be a source of temporary happiness, but before you know it, you're going to be wanting something else. It goes down to like why when we get something for our birthday or for holidays that we've been wanting for years and years or maybe months, however long, whatever, that when we get it, we are really happy and appreciated of it for the time being, but a few months later down the road, we suddenly want something else. And that thing that we got for our birthday or for Christmas or whatever holiday now seems very dull and unappealing. You have to be grateful for what you have currently because nothing is going to come to you under the scarcity mindset or if you're not appreciative of what you already have. Exactly. And I feel like for me, like manifesting material things is always just because like I don't actually care if I get that thing. I kind of just want to like see if it's possible and like that was kind of like the free starbucks like i literally had no attachment to that whatsoever and like i feel like you can't get attached to material things for like your happiness like i don't have a dream car i don't have like a dream house that i want i just like want to live my life doing something that i'm passionate about and being abundant though you do want that apartment with those high-rise windows yeah that's true just because i love like (laughs) i mean like that's okay to have like certain things that you like like i obviously i love like good life so like one of my main like the things that I put on my vision board are kind of like more geared towards like that like my dream life aesthetic and like floor-to-ceiling windows is something that I really at one point in my life want to experience but you can't be attached to like certain material things like you have to complete yourself and like have happiness in yourself just because like for who you are and you have to be really grateful for like the life that you already live and the things that you already have and your achievements because if you're achieving things and if your manifestations are coming true whether that's like a personal goal that you manifested achieving or like a business goal or like grades or whatever you have to be grateful and recognize like you've come far just by accomplishing that thing and it's not always about like I need more you have to also reflect on like wow I've come so far from like where I started and only then will you get in the abundance mindset to keep attracting more good into your life so yeah like material things are fine but you can't be like attached to them I wanted to ask you for those who have never practiced manifestation before or don't even really know like where to start what do you recommend? Do you have a routine? How do you personally do it? Because of course, I I probably do it differently from how you do it, but there are definitely similarities. And, you know, we've ta- we touched upon it a little bit, like a tiny little bit, but what is your routine and what do you recommend for those who want to start? There's no like method that you need to do. So misconceptions that you have to do like the 369 or like the 555 to get what you want and you have to like keep writing the same thing, which I've tried those methods and none of them are really like as fun for me, honestly, because if you're just writing the same thing over and over again, like 
it just kind of gets mundane, I guess. But my favorite thing to do and, like, what I would recommend for people starting is just to journal and script, like, your dream life or just, like, one goal that you achieve just in the present tense and be like, I'm so thankful now that I have X or, like, I'm so thankful now that this is in my life, like, whatever that thing is that you want and just, like, write about it from, like, a gratitude perspective in the present tense. I also find a lot of, like, manifesting, like, affirmations and stuff on Pinterest, so positive affirmations, wealth affirmations, confidence affirmations, whatever you want in your life to feel better about and to, like, affirm. Pinterest is a great place, or just Google affirmations. Also, like, listening to, like, the vibration of a certain like thing that you want so I'll go on YouTube and I'll look up like wealth affirmation like vibration and it comes up with like a bunch of different like basically just songs or like different I don't even know like it kind of sounds like classical music a little bit but it's like just a frequency of like whatever that thing is that you're trying to manifest so I'll sometimes play that in the background there's also a lot of like guided meditations that I like on YouTube and you can just search up like best meditation for manifestation like guided and then just do that and I don't really think it matters if it's like not the most like accurate or anything because all you're really trying to do is like get into the mindset like there's no wrong way of manifesting which is like another big misconception everyone's like I need to do it in a certain way or like I need to have this before I can manifest or like how am I supposed to do it to like make sure that it works there's no like correct way you just kind of have to go for it and like do whatever works for you and just get yourself in that mindset of like abundance and like having things that you want come towards you and you also have to realize like you're deserving of those things too like there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to have that like you deserve it you've worked hard you also have to put in the work like you can't just it's not magic (laughs) but yes yeah just like that's what I would recommend affirmations and then scripting just in the present tense with like I'm thankful for at the beginning there are so many different ways that you can go about it for example I do things a little bit differently actually not even differently I just do less things you could say (laughs) but you want to at the end of the day just do what works best for you because this is a practice that is supposed to benefit you, not anybody else. Like Madden was saying, there isn't a right or wrong way to do it. So just play around with different things. What I like to do is I pick a page in my journal. I write manifestations of whatever month or if it's a year or just even just write manifestations. And then I write down a list in the present tense. And that's what I do. I usually close it. I don't look at it ever again. I just leave it and it's good to go. And there are sometimes when I do sit down and I script kind of like Madam was describing, where I just describe in very complex detail, everything that I want to achieve or what I want something to be like, how I want to feel, how I want it to look, how I want to whatever, like just such minute details. You want to make sure that you mention those because you're creating your reality when you are writing these. You want to make sure that you're very clear on what you want, what you want it to be like, what you want to feel like, what you want it to look like, etc. Whether that's a house or whether that's a time in your life too, you don't have to manifest a specific thing. You can even manifest a feeling, which in my opinion is often overlooked. Like you can manifest in your future if you have no idea what you want to be doing in five years or where you want to be in five years, just manifest what you want to feel like. Something like, I feel empowered. I am surrounded by friends who empower me every single day that inspire me and uplift me. I am creating something that I am incredibly passionate about and that fulfills me and that also pays for all of the bills that I have and allows me to save. Something as simple as that, it really doesn't need to be that complex. And I have struggled so much with trying to get into meditation. As much as I love the idea of it, I just cannot sit down and not think about other things. I am an overthinker. I claim it. I am a chronic overthinker. That's just how I am. And you know what? It does come down to just finding what works best for you. What works for somebody else might not work for you and that's okay. I can't meditate for the life of me, but there are times when I'll just sit before bed. If there is something that I really want to bring into my life, I will sit on my bed and just focus on my breathing and I will repeat that thing in my head again and again. Just saying, for example, like, I am blank, I am blank, I am blank, I am blank. 
and just focusing on your breathing and really just focusing also on your energy. If you are interested in learning a little bit more about energy, I highly recommend reading The Untethered Soul. I can't remember the author's name at the moment, but I love that book. I have gifted it to several people this holiday season because it genuinely changed my life and my understanding of how the world works around us. I've said it multiple times already, but truly when you do put out the energy that you want to receive, you will receive it because everything vibrates. Everything has an energy and you want to put out the kind of energy that you want to surround yourself with and that you want to create a life with. It makes a huge difference and some of those practices help with that. It supports that. So figure out what you like and it just play around. There isn't any strict rule, any specific way to do it. There isn't a guide. You just got to do it. Just play around with it. And like so many people will kind of like push you to use like their method or to like buy whatever it is that they're selling, trying to like get you to manifest in a specific way and just like do what works for you. Like you don't have to like get instructions from anyone else of like how to manifest. Like I just go on Pinterest and I find the things that I like and I read about manifestation. I listen to like a few manifestation podcasts um, and it's just like, it's just There are some really great ones out there. Do you have any recommendations? I really like Manifestation Babe. That's like one of my favorite ones. And just like her productivity tips, her money mindset tips. Um, I try to implement a lot into my everyday life. And then the other thing that you could do if you want like a really easy manifesting method is go on Notion and make a checklist and just write your goals and just keep that and check them off as you achieve them. And like the second that you check something off, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so empowered. I know I have the power to like check off everything else on this list. Matt and I use Notion like it's our lifeline, essentially. I love Notion. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's so helpful because you can just have it all there and you can like add a cover. Like mine has stars. (laughs) And I'm like, these are all my manifestations. And then I write like little messages to myself. And I'm like, you go girl, like go achieve your wildest dreams. Like don't let anyone hold you back. And I think that's another thing, like drown out the outside noise. Cause so many people are going to be like, oh, societal expectations are this, like this isn't realistic. Someone literally commented on like one of my TikToks and they were like, realism has left the chat. And I was like, okay, like I'm glad, proud of that. Honestly, like good, (laughs) good for me. My reality is just vibes higher, but that's (laughs) like, honestly, people are going to say so many things cause not everyone is like aligned and into like the manifestation frequency I don't even know what to call it so many people are like against it for I don't know what reason but it all comes down to like limiting beliefs and not letting someone else's limiting beliefs affect the way that you see your own success and a lot of people talk about like the evil eye and like kind of keeping to yourself but like don't do that just live however you want to live like if you want to keep things to yourself great if you want to share and put yourself out there on a platform, there's nothing that you're losing from that. Like, if you are strong enough in yourself to, like, truly just drown out the noise and, like, live your life no matter what anyone else says, like, put yourself out there and, like, do whatever works for you. So that's what I would recommend. I I agree wholeheartedly. It all comes down to doing what is best for you and not for other people. You have one life. And there's only one person in your life that is going to be a constant, and that's yourself. So invest in yourself, do things for yourself, work for yourself, make goals that are for yourself. What you want to achieve is possible regardless of how unrealistic it might seem to you. And that kind of goes into, as we wrap up, what I wanted to ask you, which is what is your advice for anyone who believes that their goals are unrealistic and that they aren't capable of achieving them? Because a lot of us have those limiting beliefs that our goal isn't realistic, that we as an individual who we are is not capable of achieving such a thing, that we aren't worthy of achieving it. So what would your advice be to anyone who believes that? I mean, look at other people. Other people are doing it. You can do it too. Like, why not? If someone else has achieved that thing, they started... I mean, relatively, but, like, they've started similar to, like, where you are now. Like, their starting point was the same, and, like, every business, every huge enterprise started out as, like, a small business, so there's one thing, and just, like, know that if someone else has done it, and if someone else is living the life that you are striving towards, you can do it, too. Like, there's no reason that you're, like, any less capable than they are, and then if someone else hasn't done it, like, you can be the first. Like, 
everyone, there's a first for everything. No matter what it is that you want to do, if you are willing to put in the hours and like, yes, it's going to be challenging and you're going to have to do a lot of work and you might feel burnt out at times. Like there's obviously going to be obstacles in the road, but if you are so driven towards one thing, there's no reason why you wouldn't achieve it. Like that's kind of how you have to shift your perspective instead of thinking like it's not realistic, this and that everything is energy at a certain vibration you already have like whatever it is that you were striving towards and like you just have to live as if you already have it so even if you're like working a minimum wage job act like you're the ceo like do everything to the best of your ability put in all the work and like realize that you are doing something for the greater good and just like be positive to the people around you too i would say like that's a big thing like pay it forward when you can like just be nice offer advice like check in with your friends like just be a good person put good energy out into the world and then that energy is going to come back towards you so if you're feeling really like doubtful in like your own abilities and things like that i would say just like put good energy out towards other people and trust that it's going to come back to you in whatever form and that it's going to come back to you in the form of like you achieving whatever you want to achieve I would say is like another thing that helps me a lot when I have limiting beliefs just like going out and doing something nice for someone else and realizing that like I did something for them like the universe is going to see that and like good things are going to come to me because of like me putting out good energy towards other people and then yeah also just realizing that like your limiting beliefs don't define you like even if you're having those thoughts of self-doubt let them come see kind of why you're thinking like that and try to like get behind it and think about like what's bothering you what's something that maybe happened in your life that's like kind of making you feel like you're holding yourself back from those things like try to get behind it and figure out what the root cause is and you have to do a lot of work for this you also have to be pretty self-aware to like realize these things um but you can just work on it and every time you feel a limiting belief or thought come up just reframe your perspective instead of why me think like why not like why could I not be able to do this like how is it that I'm not going to get there like you are going to get there just have the default be like I'm on my way there like there's nothing that can really hold me back also if you like keep track of your accomplishments and the things that you've done thus far that really helps you to like look back and be like these are all the things I did like I'm going to add to this list so yeah I would say that and then also just like journaling about like whenever you feel that feeling of self-doubt just like reframe your perspective on paper and like just write down the doubtful sentence and then like reword it into like I am achieving my goals now but I think the big thing is like the energy thing like you already are where you're meant to be and at a certain vibration you are vibrating with like all of your desires and every single thing that you want every single thing you could possibly manifest all the abundance like that's already yours you just have to get there and it's like a two-way street like you're working towards that and like as you manifest it's coming back towards you and paying it forward and like all those other things and giving and just living your best life and living in the moment and enjoying the moment that's another thing you can't always be like future you have to like really be grateful for your present thank you so much for pouring so much wisdom and intention into this episode you truly inspired me more than you know and i am immensely grateful to have yes. madden as my friend she's absolutely incredible and i'm sure that anybody who has listened all the way to this point can see exactly why it's clear as day you're such an incredible person with such good intentions and who is going to be changing the world if you haven't checked out madden's instagram i'm going to leave it below Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. This is my favorite podcast. Rachel, I love you. You are amazing. And thank you so much for having me. I had an amazing time talking. And yeah, so grateful to have you in my life as one of my like high vibe empowering friends. Like literally just, this is amazing. Surround yourself with people who are like-minded and that will uplift you and empower you and who will carry the same energy as you. It makes such a difference. It really does. You always like, you are the five people that you surround yourself with that's another thing like never settle always just find people that are gonna match your energy 